You are listening to the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast with Dr. Stephanie, where it is my goal to educate, enlighten, and evolve your intimacy. You can find me at evolveyourintimacy.com to learn more about counseling, self-study courses, sex, and the retreats that we have to offer. This show contains discussions about relationships, intimacy, and sex, and is meant for those who are 18 years and older. Now, sit back, relax, listen up, and get ready to evolve your intimacy. Good day, my fine people. Fine as in sexy ass bitches listening in today. I am Dr. Stephanie, and I am a clinical sexologist and licensed professional counselor with Evolve Your Intimacy. Have you wanted to go on a lifestyle cruise, but you're struggling with the unknown? I get so many questions regarding lifestyle cruises, or I have people tell me all these rumors that they've heard about lifestyle cruises, and so that's keeping them from going on them. I want to set the record straight. So today, I'm interviewing two very different beautiful ladies who were on the Bliss Cruise with me in April for the first time. Not only was this their first Bliss Cruise, but this was also their first time cruising at all. Our first guest describes herself as 30 and flirty. She joined the Topless Travel Team as a hostess for the April Cruise. However, she had never attended a lifestyle event before or even been on a cruise. Her name is Bree, and Bree traveled as a single lady with a close friend who just invited her on the on the cruise last minute, and she's going to share with us her experiences as a first-time cruiser, first-time lifestyler, and first-time hostess on the Bliss Cruise. My second guest for the show was also a first-time cruiser and a newbie to the Bliss Cruise. Sarah and her husband, Carlos, are a monogamous couple who like to watch and be watched by others. Each guest today is going to provide a different point of view for the same cruise and give you insight into what you can expect and how to prepare for your trip of a lifetime. Before we bring on 30 and flirty Brie to talk about her adventures as a newbie on the Bliss Cruise, we need to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors. Stay tuned. Are you in an ethical non-monogamous relationship and enjoy giving oral sex? When you go and get a comprehensive STD test, when you go and receive, when you go to your doctor and receive a comprehensive STD test, do you get your throat swabbed? Did you know that you can get gonorrhea and chlamydia in your throat? And those bacterial infections can spread quickly and are often asymptomatic when in the throat. I'm excited to partner with Shameless Care, a lifestyle healthcare company that understands our specific needs. They understand how people connect and play and can get you with doctors who understand as well. There are no telehealth companies that allow for inexpensive throat swab tests for gonorrhea and chlamydia, even though most people in our lifestyle don't use protection when we have and give oral sex. Shameless Care offers all testing that is relevant to our lifestyle when you need it and at affordable prices. So go to shamelesscare.com and subscribe to receive your customized STD test directly to your door. Your test arrives in discreet packaging and comes with a prepaid label for easy return. You can receive your results by text message or by logging in to their HIPAA compliant patient portal. Use promo code EYI at checkout to receive $30 off your first order. Subscribe today and receive your discreet test delivered directly to your door every three months to ensure your sexual health is always ready for those exciting lifestyle experiences. Again, go to shamelesscare.com, use the promo code EYI at checkout and receive your $30 off your first order. Your sexual health matters and Your sexual health matters and shameless care understands the importance of making sure you are safe. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast, and I am licensed professional counselor and clinical sexologist, Dr. Stephanie, and we are talking to newbies today about their experience on the Bliss Cruise. I had the privilege of meeting our first guest while we were on the cruise and beautiful young woman was walking around with a dildo interviewing people and I just happened to be interviewed by her. We're going to play that interview um, in just a little bit on the show so you can hear some of that. It's kind of funny. I, I absolutely loved it. But I found out afterwards that this was her first time on the Bliss Cruise and I had to have her on because she's just so vivacious and so much energy and she was just kind of jumped into the 
the whole the whole feeling of it and started interviewing people. So yeah, so Bree, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So this was your first time on Bliss Cruise. This was not only my first Bliss Cruise, it was my first ever cruise and my first ever lifestyle event or sex party or anything like that at all. So how in the hell did you end up in this amazing environment? Like what happened? Talk to me about who invited you. Where? Wow. I didn't know all of that. Yeah. Great question. Uh, so I actually, over the last decade of my life, I've been going to festivals and regional Burning Man events, which are basically small gatherings of people who are very sex positive, very open. Um, it's an art space. It's a collaborative community. So people are, it's very much in line with the lifestyle. It's just not so much focused on like, it's not exclusively married couples and things like that. So it's a little different in other ways, but there are an overlap for sure. So in February, I met uh, a wonderful woman, named Lillian, who I described her as the headmistress of the Florida lifestyle community. And after getting to know her more, that couldn't have been a more accurate description. In fact, she considers herself one of the first people. She's 62, and so she considers herself one of the first people swinging historically, like for decades and decades. So Essentially, I met her at Loveburn. We canoodled in intimate capacities together and we stayed in touch. And then afterwards, she basically gave me like two weeks notice and was like, I am going on this cruise. My roommate just bailed. There's an opening. Uh, we just need you to work three hours a day. It would be all expenses paid. All you need to do is fly there. And so... Uh, yeah, I just, I just did it. I jumped on the opportunity and I couldn't be more glad that I did. So working, what did that mean? What is, what does she mean by working? Uh, so I was a hostess for topless travel. Topless travel is this, uh, amazing company who is basically travel agents for the bliss cruise. They help with booking. They have incredible customer service. They have, uh, hostesses, which was my job. And our job is essentially to, be the face of uh, a, a communicator liaison between the cruise attendees and any information that they need, any help that they need, questions, etc. It was essentially our job to just uh, sit in the cap in the dining room and uh, approach people, ask how their cruise is going, make sure they have everything that they need, and uh, just, yeah, help people have a great time so that they feel compelled to book future cruises, especially through our amazing company, Topless Travel. So, Absolutely. And I do want to point out there are several amazing companies, travel agents that are on the ship. Uh, so, you know, if you're listening, there are different travel agents that specialize in different things, different populations. Topless Travel is one that I travel with frequently. I am a big fan of them. I have been to Hito with them. I've been on the Bliss Cruise with them. I, um, wow, I've been to Mexico with them, Vegas with Party Mart, you name it. I've been there with Topless Travel. So, but there are a lot of different great travel agents that are on the ship as well. Topless Travel just happened to be the one that you're working with and just happened to be right. the one that I stumbled upon many years ago when I was starting my journey into um, podcasting and all of that fun stuff. So a hostess, now you're extremely gorgeous. Do they just make sure that all of the hostesses are gorgeous? Because personally, I know that all of the hostesses and hosts on the ship are fucking gorgeous. Y'all are like, unbelievably sexy thank you so much for saying that um I feel like no they didn't even really know what I looked like when I was hired you know they just like trusted because I knew Lillian and Lillian is amazing she's a, a former bodybuilder and a former firefighter she is like divine feminine embodied so for me to resonate with her I feel like they inherently trusted that uh it's it was a good fit for what they're doing without even seeing me in person. And I think that everybody that works there, like you said, is good looking, but that's not the intention. I feel like we just bring a very positive energy that really shines through, through our physical, 
faces. So, and I agree with that as well. There, he, the owner of Topless Travel, Joe, he has a knack for picking fun-loving, amazing people for traveling with the with Bliss Cruise, Topless Travel, and all of that fun stuff. So, let me ask you this: You had never experienced. I'm swinging alternative relationships, right? And so I do have experience in non-monogamy. I would consider myself a non-monogamous person. I don't subscribe to the, the relationship escalator of like dating, engagement, marriage, kids. Like that's sort of, I, I've, I believe in loving multiple people at once and I have operated that way for the past few years, but never have I put myself in a space that fully, embodies that so completely as what I experienced on the cruise. I love that you just said relationship escalator. Um, Just want you to know I am a huge fan of Amy. Uh, She's written the book that kind of uh, it's called stepping off the relationship escalator, the uncommon, uh, what is it? Uncommon love and life. Amazing book. So I'm not sure if you've read that. But if you have, uh, if um, that's a great term to use, and you're right, we we do try to escalate our relationships, but in the lifestyle, we just kind of love everybody or feel love towards everybody. And that's the beauty of it. So you already had that mentality coming into this. So you get on the bliss cruise. Now, what were your initial, your initial thoughts walking onto the ship? I was very timid, to be honest, the first few days. I I was feeling a little, not going to lie, nervous. However, nervous is also the, and, and excitement are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So I'm fluctuating between nervousness and excitement for what I was going to experience. So um, I'm not going to lie, the first day on the ship, I had actually started my period or my moon cycle. So I was very much like, Uh, low energy, a little tired, a little uncomfortable. Um, And it took me a few days to really um, get settled in. And just to elaborate on that a little bit further, I feel like the first few days, I very much was more introverted and just sort of absorbed everything like a sponge. And then I spent uh, the second half of the cruise just wringing out that sponge in like a juicy, more confident, sexy, queer version of myself. So I love that. I, too, brought on a newbie. Um, My assistant was very new. She had never not part of the lifestyle. She's she's works with me in our office legitimately like she's my assist or she's my intern. And so I, I get to train her and work with her as well. And I was like, Hey, we're going on the bliss cruise. And she said, what is that? And you can't explain what it is until you get there. So did Lillian try to explain to you what it was? Or did she just kind of say, you'll see when you get there? Um, she explained it. She explained it as, um, I had never even really heard the term lifestyle before as it is, as it is subscribed to swinging and free love, open connection, relating, open relating. And so she did explain it to me. She said for about like 10 minutes, honestly, she was like, it's a cruise where it's like lifestyle people and couples and women. And we have workshops and we have pools and saunas and I was like wow that sounds cool great and then she was like also do you want to come and I'm like <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I do yeah <laughs> on the cruise you get to do and be anything you want to do and be and there's no judgment did you feel that from from the very first day for sure yeah it, it was definitely like um what I've experienced at Burning Man events over the last decade, for anybody who's not familiar, it's that big thing in the desert that happens, and they run by this communal principles of radical expression, community, you know, helping each other out. And so I sort of always operate from that space um, all of the time. So to come into the cruise, I, I felt that right away. There are some differences that um, – caused me to like recalibrate a little bit, uh, in terms of like people, for example, are very affectionate, Mm -hmm. uh, kissing on the face and like on the cheek or like things like that. And that's just maybe not what I was used to 
per se. And it's not that it was a bad thing. It's always very well-meaning and welcoming, Mm -hmm. you know, and is to be comforting and welcoming. And, and I also love that there isn't this intention of being sexual. I feel that the cruise was so lovely because the intention is to just connect. And if things unravel naturally or organically, then they do, but it's not like everybody comes in with this, um, you know, intention of that. I didn't feel that, at least. I felt that there was a sense of loving connection between people. Absolutely. And I agree. And there are a lot of people who are not participants of the lifestyle on the cruise. They're in a monogamous relationship, but they love the freedom they have. They love the acceptance that they get from the community on the Bliss Cruise. And they keep coming back year after year because you can't find this type of environment, this openness, this freedom, this ability to be whatever you want to be on normal vacations. For sure. Yeah. Especially because like the, not, not only that, but the opportunities to learn about sexuality, like workshops like yours, for example, Pleasuring the Pearl. I thought that that was so incredible that you were teaching people the techniques to really fully drop into their pleasure and embody like orgasm and Mm -hmm. joy and bliss. And you don't need to be a swinger to experience these workshops. Yeah. And there are a lot of workshops. I got the pleasure of teaching uh, four play shops on this cruise and one um, open workshop. And then um, this next cruise in November, hopefully I'm well, last November, I taught a lot more because it's a longer cruise. This was kind of a shorter cruise. I also felt like once we really got the understanding of where everything was and, you know, I was getting my groove, everything stopped. And I was like, ah, it's the last day. Can we keep going? I felt the same. Like I said, it took me a few days to really like ground and get centered and comfortable. And then the last two days it was like all out. Um, and I, I love that, you know, I'm, I'm 30, I'm younger. I'm probably one of the more younger people on the cruise. So it was very much like a festival to me where you have to get the lay of the land and the map, but it's incredible because there's showers, Mm -hmm. there's beds, there's hot tubs, there's saunas, there's pools. Like, actually, I don't know if there was a sauna. Don't quote me on that, but there um, is in the, um, there is a sauna. Yes, there was. It's in the, in the, the spa area. Yeah, for sure. So, and then there's no sunburn, there's no bug bites, there's an all-you-can-eat buffet with the most incredible food and every food option you can think of, like, 24 hours a day. It was just, Bliss Cruise is, like, the perfect name for the overall vibe of the tip. It is, it is blissful. Now, talk to me about the theme nights, because I know that those are just the fun the, the cherry on top, I should say, of all of the exciting things that happened. But what were your thoughts on the theme nights? And tell me how you dressed up and played into those. The theme nights were probably one of my favorite parts of the, sh- of the cruise experience. Um, I just love dressing up and I love being playful in that way. And I love not like putting on a character, but like putting on uh it allows me to like embody more of the playfulness and the themes of the night. And as a result, like connect a little bit deeper, not to mention when you're all in costumes, it gives you something to connect on and feel in common with everybody. Even though we're all there with similar mindsets and connections, it's very cool to just really admire everybody's like artistry or comfortability in being super sexy or not in costume Mm -hmm. and there was there was one every night and they were like I said my favorite parts um I think what was your last question like how did I yeah what did you how did how did you dress like how did you prepare for the the theme nights that's a great question so Lillian who as I mentioned is CEO of swinging (laughs) (laughs) has also been in the lifestyle for as long as I've been alive. So Mm -hmm. she's been about 30 years and she has 
costumes on costumes on costumes that she's accumulated over going lifestyle, going to lifestyle events for, like I said, three decades. So when I arrived in Florida prior to the cruise, we visited her storage unit, which she claims that used to be three times bigger. And I believe her, Mm -hmm. but she uh, makes her own costumes and had all of these outfits that I was able to borrow um, that were incredible. So, for example, Renaissance, like Medieval Night, we wore this gold chain link top with golden shorts, and I put fur on these boots that I brought, and I, it was very much Game of Thrones vibes, okay. which was really fun. Um, I mean, I, I do have my own costumes that I brought, like Cowgirl Night was really fun, where you just, it was pretty easy, just throw on a cowboy hat and like Daisy Duke shorts um, and things like that. So it was really fun for me to bring my own costume things and then to collaborate with another person or collaborate with friends. It, it adds an extra element of like excitement and community to like dress up, play dress up and like play with your friends, you mm-hmm. know? We, I, I go to all a lot of lifestyle events, and every, I shouldn't say all of them, but 99% of them have themes. And so I legitimately have a costume closet now. And I'm a theater, I'm a former theater teacher, so this is nothing new. I'm, you know, I had costumes forever because, you know, hell, I've just always, you, when I would move classrooms, it would take a U haul truck because literally I was moving costumes and just all set pieces and all kinds of stuff. But when I left the classroom, I thought, oh, you know, I'm never going to need them again. And I got rid of them. Well, here, lo and behold, I have an entire closet now. And it's a huge closet dedicated to just costumes because you never know. And I love the fact that some every theme or every cruise is they have new themes and they have different ones, but you can piece and put together. So for listeners out there who are thinking about going on the Bliss Cruise, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on your costumes. You don't have to come up with these elaborate uh, montages that, you know, will just knock everybody out. You do what's comfortable for you. And talk to me about some of the, the things that you saw, the because there were some extreme costumes and then there were some costumes that were just, you know, looks just kind of modest, but still fun. And so kind of walk me through what you saw when it came to the variety of costumes. Um, the, is, there was excuse me, it was exactly as you were describing. There was a, um, a variety of people who very much like put a lot of like intentionality into their costume. Perhaps like you said, they have a costume closet for, but even for those who don't like, um, it's, it's pretty easy to just put on something, for example, glow night. It was one of my favorite nights. It was the night that I went out the most dressed up. I wore like a Brazilian carnival girl like showgirl outfit and I put lights on it and then I lit up the outfit um so that's like the extreme end and then the other end of it is people you know who just have like a a regular shirt on that has some like zigzags on it or they wore they just had like glow sticks that they were wearing something really simple uh a lot of my costumes and things I get at the thrift store Mm -hmm. like it doesn't really need to be anything elaborate especially in a space where it's so judgment free it really doesn't matter what you wear because as long as you're there you're gonna have a good time absolutely and I I I agree goodwill or um thrift stores you know secondhand shops all of that that's where I get 90 98 percent you know Amazon comes in with comes in in the clutch but Boots, for example, yeah. I got on Amazon like that, and I got like pink shiny ones to match like my pink wig and little simple things like that. Things maybe that you already have around the house that you can, or like even necklaces that you feel like might be on theme. Um, but I'm a big advocate for thrifting and just winging it. And no matter what, like nobody cares if you're in costume or not, really. Mm-hmm. But it just adds a more playful. Uh, energy to the to to embody that so did you play while you were on the ship I did um like I said the Mm -hmm. first few days was like get engaging the lay of the land and getting comfortable and then the last two days was um wringing out that juicy sponge that I 
I am. I feel like I went into like a like going on the ship was almost like a rabbit hole, but in the best way. And it's been a few weeks, and I still feel like I'm coming out of the rabbit hole, but I'm not sure that I ever will. Yeah, like, because <laughs> because of the you know amazing experiences and connections that I made uh, platonically, romant like romantically, sexually, um, and friends that I feel like I've made for life you know like that's what I love the most and some of the interviews that I did a lot of people were monogamous a lot of people didn't participate a lot of people spoke about just the ability to make lifelong friends and yeah so yes I did play with these friends (laughs) love it so talk to me about what your thoughts were about the play spaces because those when you go on bliss cruise we have dedicated play spaces. Um, we have places where you can have sex in the solarium, kind of in the open. We have a playroom. We have a dungeon. Of course, you can go and have sex in your room. The there's, But some people think that you're just going to walk on the ship and there's going to be naked people everywhere and sex happening. But it's not like that. We have dedicated play spa- spaces. So talk to me about your experience with those. Yeah, that's a really good point. I feel like I wanted to emphasize with people, too, who were asking me about the cruise. I feel like they get the impression that it's just people having sex left and right everywhere. And it's it's not like that at all. And to be honest, I was even a little worried that, like, it would just be people constantly hitting on me or something, you know, or coming in with that energy. And like I said, it's very much just a, a friendly community of people that are just happy to see you and happy to meet you. Um, and as far as the designated sexual spaces, I'm really glad that they have those containers to do that because then outside of the rooms, that's where you can connect with friends and connect platonically without feeling any sort of pressure to participate if you don't want to. So it's almost like if you want to participate, here's the spaces to do it. Here's the times to do it. Um, I personally didn't go to the playrooms. I was there uh, when they were setting up the solarium, which was a sight to see for sure. Just to just walk you through a little bit of what that was like. I The solarium is a pool area with like a glass dome top and hot tubs. And then they set up beds with curtains around them. If you want privacy, they set up beds with couches around them. If you want an audience, um, and that was that was very cool to see. And I do know of a lot of people who went to the solarium for experiences, whether that's with like a lot of people or just with only their partner, but with other people. Um, that's the the great thing about it is there's no pressure. You can kind of just do whatever you want when you want in specific spaces. So there was the guided orgies. There was two guided orgies. Were you part of any of those? No, I wasn't. I did see on the roster that there was three uh, or I think three all-female orgies, which Mm -hmm. piqued my interest. But just because I was also working hours of the cruise, sometimes it would conflict with my um, work obligations. So I didn't get a chance to um, participate. And so participating or considering an orgy is still on my bucket list. Can't say that I've (laughs) participated. Uh, Not sure that I would, but an all-female one definitely sounds like something that I wouldn't be opposed to. Yeah. I I was working, I was teaching several classes where I was seeing clients. I had the privilege of working with 199 clients in five days or couples. So um, I was very busy on this ship and I didn't get to participate much, but I knew that I would hear them announce, you know, the group orgy is about to start. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, and I'm teaching my classes are working and it's fine. I, I don't go on that ship to play. I go to work and to help couples and that's my role there. But yeah, there was some exciting, exciting um, areas that I wish I could have explored. And maybe one day when I in the future, if I go just for fun, I'll, I'll get to explore those. But it was definitely uh, fun to see people trying new things. And so this whole ship is about playing into your fantasies and trying new things. Were there any new things that you tried? Um, yeah, I tried 
new things. There was so many firsts for me on this on this cruise overall. Um, like I said, I'd never done a lifestyle event, never done a cruise, and I fully jumped in headfirst doing both. So that in of itself felt like a new mm-hmm. And not only that, but it's like five days, like can't escape. Here you are, live it and love it, you know? So, um, yeah, lots of new things. I think for me was the biggest thing was like my, my friend Lillian described it as setting play dates Mm -hmm. with people. So, and it's almost like she described it as when you're a little kid and you set up play dates with your friends, but instead of bringing your, your Game Boy or your Matchbox cars, you bring your sex toys. Mm-hmm. So I think a new experience for me was approaching friends that I made and saying, would you be interested in a play date with me? Which is something I've never done, but, um, yeah, so that was a new experience and just having that confidence and having that comfort and willingness and connection with the people that I met to not only do that, but follow through and have a really good time was a new experience for me that I, I definitely still carry that confidence with me now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you on the I think it was the last day walked around with your dildo and interviewed people. And I found you or you actually you found me in um, the casino. The cas- yeah, oh. you were like, hey, and shoved a dildo in my face, which I loved. I love that whole idea. Um, I didn't know that this was your first time. I thought that you were, you know, a pro, a, a, a veteran at this because you just embraced it so much. So you walked around and interviewed several couples. What were some of the things that you were learning about the couples and their experiences throughout your interviews? Sure. Yeah. So I want to preface this by saying that I have so many friends at home that were asking me what the cruise was like. And I wanted to to find a fun way to capture like not only my experience, but other people's experiences to show them it's not just a bunch of people fucking on a Mm -hmm. ship. Like there is so much more to it. And that's why I love your interview, especially because it really sheds light on like the growth and the evolution and the, the knowledge that you get on these cruises outside of just the you know, the connotation that it's just like a free for all sex fest. Like that's, that's not true. Um, it's a very healing, knowledgeable container that I really appreciate. So as far as, um, interviewing people, I felt like it was a fun way, comedic way for me to learn what others experiences were like. And I guess some of the, um, things that I learned was a lot of people I interviewed were just monogamous couples just there with their partner and they enjoyed just connecting deeply with that partner in the workshops or connecting deeply, um, in the solarium, but only having sex with their partner or, um, that's what I got a few of those, a few people like this is our second or third cruise. We just come here to connect and learn. So that was cool. And then I had a few, um, dare I say not grotesque, but a little more sexually charged interviews that were also fun. So I had like a wide spectrum of, uh, examples that I could show people. (laughs) I love that. Did it, did it shock you that there were so many monogamous couples? Um, it wasn't a shock, but it was a surprise, uh, that the first few people I interviewed in the casino were monogamous couples and, uh, yeah, it wasn't a shock, but it was, it was a surprise, but I'm, I'm glad that they feel comfortable enough to come to this space and know that they're welcome in this space and that this isn't, there's like a no pressure to participate. The only there's really no expectation or pressure other than to just show up and have a good time. I agree. And I love how you said for couples to grow together because that's why I, well, I'm on the ship for two different reasons. I'm on the ship because so many people come onto these events that are unprepared. And so the first few days, they're balls to the wall, having fun, overstimulated. And then they usually, or shouldn't say usually, sometimes they do things that are outside of the boundaries that they've kind of talked about with their partner. And then 
they get angry with each other or there's some sort of argument or disgruntlement. And people spend a lot of money to go on these cruises. They spend money for costumes. They spend money for, of course, traveling, all of that. Just it's a lot of money. And so Bliss Cruise, one of the roles that I fulfill is when the couples are having any sort of issues, I can step in and say, okay, guys, let's, 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 let's kind of work through this. Let's kind of, you know, even out our emotions. I put a Band-Aid on it because there's not a whole lot you can do in on the ship, but I put a Band-Aid on it. I kind of fix things and I get them back to the fun. Bliss wants everybody to have fun. The second thing that I do is I get to share in all of my knowledge from all of the years of training that I have and do play shops and workshops. And so so many couples come on there just to reconnect or just to learn more about their partners. And I can't tell you how many times people will tell me, oh, our, we have great sex. We don't need this class. We have great sex. And then after the class, they're like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. And so it's a chance and an opportunity to learn more about yourself, your body, and what your new sensations and new pleasure points are for you as well. So I guess from that that standpoint, it is such an educational experience sexually but as well as just you grow personally, because there's so much to take in. I personally believe one cruise is not enough. Are you coming back? Um, I would like to. I would like to. I liked the opportunity to work it. I really liked um, being on the other side and having this balance between work and play any event that I go to, I, I very much am like volunteering at it or uh, taking on some sort of leadership role. And so um, as much as, yeah, I would love to come back if I have an opportunity to, um, like similar to you, have fun and, and play time, but also be there as a liaison or a help or a guide for other people that would make it a little bit more rewarding for me personally. Um, but I do look forward to that opportunity if it does, um, come to me again. Wonderful. So as we wrap up with you, tell me, is there anything or not anything? What do you want people who are even considering taking a lifestyle cruise or going to a lifestyle event. And, you know, from your perspective, being a newbie and the very first time you've ever done this, what do you want them to know and how can you help them calm their nerves? Uh, good question. I want them to know that it's, it's a safe space. It's really fun. It's very enlightening and educational and comfortable and any nerves that come about, at least for me, I just knew were just fears and anxieties I was projecting uh, that were not the reality of what I was experiencing. But not knowing the reality creates like, you know, dissonance or um, you don't get the clear picture until you're there. So my advice is to just go. Mm -hmm. It's a a great time no matter what and uh drop into it as fully as you feel called and there's support there like yours if anybody has questions or issues like there's support there there's help there there's staff there's hostesses there's um directors there's people walking around who are always there to help you so if at any point you feel anxious or uncomfortable there's always going to be a place to connect and feel safe and come back to yourself and come back to your partner and, you know, kind of extend that sense of safety and connection between you, between yourself and with other people. And no matter what, it's going to be a great time. It is. It's going to be a great time. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to speak with us. Um, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you on future trips and, um, I kind of, you know, excited about watching your growth because we are we are friends now on um, Instagram. And so yeah. you have all of your interviews posted. Would you mind giving out your Instagram so people can see your interviews? Um, yeah, my Instagram is embodied with Brie. And if you check out my Instagram page, there's on the highlights, it says Bliss Cruise. And it's really a great uh, montage of my little experiences and uh, my journey down this rabbit hole 
for example, it even stopped in Jamaica for a day on 420, which was wild. Mm -hmm. And so you can see not only the cruise, but outside of the cruise, the amazing destinations that we went on, the excursions that are available. For example, we went to like this blue hole swimming, jumped off a waterfall, like that in of itself made it worth it just the amazing destinations we go to and the cruise is so good about like connecting people with those excursions and those experiences um and yeah and then not only that but you can see my experience as well as the plethora of experiences from all different kinds of people that were there i love that thank you again and um yeah so i again thank you for sharing your experience we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with another couple who were newbies on the ship and we're going to find out about their experience. So stay tuned. Not quite ready for sex therapy, but you still have questions about sex, relationships and intimacy. Join me on the first Thursday of every month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on SDC.com for a free question and answer session where I answer all of your questions about your specific intimacy needs. If you're not part of the SDC community, no worries, we've got your back. Go to our website, EvolveYourIntimacy.com, click on the Fun tab, go to the dating sites, and join SDC for free. I look forward to seeing you and your partner at the next live question and answer with Dr. Stephanie on SDC.com. All right, and we are back. This is Stephanie from the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast, and I am joined now by Sarah, and Sarah has had her first experience on the Bliss Cruise, and she and her partner, Carlos, came on the Bliss Cruise, and this she said it was her first cruise ever, and she chose to do the Bliss Cruise. Sarah, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So tell us just a little bit about your relationship dynamics with Carlos. Are you guys monogamous? Are you non-monogamous? Kind of give us some insight. Okay, so we're monogamous. We've been together for four years. Um, We met while we were in the military. Um, So after we both retired, we decided to start trying new things in our relationship. Um, We first experimented with swinging. Um, uh, We went to a couple swinging clubs, a couple of outings, um, didn't really feel like that was our, our thing. So we've been into BDSM mostly Mm -hmm. lately. Um, so that's where we are in our relationship. Uh, but we've, I've only been monogamous with him for the past four years. So, okay. And so how did you guys find the bliss cruise? Talk to me about that process. So I Googled, uh, cruises and I wanted to do something different because he's been on a couple of cruises before. So I told him I don't want to do nothing like he's done with his ex in the past or anyone he's I don't I didn't want to do anything he's done before with anyone. Okay. So uh, I wanted to try something new, and I saw the Blitz Cruise, and I was like, "This would be something new for both of us," and we tried it. Awesome. So you went on the Blitz Cruise website. You booked. And you saw that there was theme nights and you saw that there was all this fun stuff. When you got to the port and you were getting on the cruise, talk to me about your what you thought, what you saw, kind of how was that experience coming on the cruise? Uh, coming on the cruise was, um, it was exciting. I saw a whole bunch of different people, you know, different ages, different um, ethnicity. I don't know how to say it. But, ethnicity, uh, yeah. Uh, when we, yeah, there you go. When we first walked on... Uh, it was crazy because we saw a lady, she was dressed like in this black leather thing. It was like a, I guess it was like a BDSM like outfit, her and a man. And then we saw the ambassadors. Um, I forgot their name. Lily. They, they looked very friendly. We were told to go to a certain spot where we were supposed to meet and get our briefing. That's when it got kind of confusing though, because we didn't know where our room was. So we had to look for our room and we were so confused, and that's the only part that, like, it kind of started off kind of bad because we didn't know where our room was. But at the, up until that point, everything was nice. <laughs> okay. That can get kind of confusing because, yeah, they are still cleaning the rooms from the previous cruise, but we want to get you guys on so you can start drinking and having some fun and finding, because the ship is so big, 
finding your room for the first time can be overwhelming. Look for your room and start to mingle. So it, it was, it was, it was organized. Yeah. Good, good, good. So you have found your room, you've done your safety briefing, you've seen Vulcan and Phoenix, who were the couple that was dressed at in their BDSM gear. They're the ones, one of the ambassador or one of the host couples for the dungeon. You met our ambassadors, okay. Lily um, and her husband, and they are just cheerful all the time. She has that energy going all the time. And <laughs> talk to me about how it was when you finally started getting to mingle. Both me and my man were both introverts. So it was kind of difficult for us because, like I said, this is our first swingers um, cruise. Not our first swingers event, but with such a large crowd of people, we didn't really know where to start. Uh, of course, they gave us like a, a flyer each day so we can see the meet and greets and, you know, the different um, events that were going on. So, you know, we, we, we attended a few meet and greets, you know, introduced ourselves to a few people and that that's how we started things you know it, it we had to try to come out of our shell because we're, we're like i said we're both kind of quiet people so um i wanted to you know try to get out of our comfort zone and you know meet people so we we met a few and you know it, it was cool how did you prepare for the theme nights in advance you know i looked on the website and i saw the different theme nights uh let's see the the uh, the glow night the we re we really enjoyed that one the one that, that one was is, outside by the pool that one's fun that was yeah tie dye one uh -huh. uh, that that was good that was I think that was the last one that was okay uh, we we didn't stay for the whole thing but uh, yeah we we basically prepared in advance by you know looking on the site and we had our outfits our little you know gear you know whatever so we were ready. I heard you say several times now you stayed in your room. Did you guys stay in your room a lot? No, not really. Um, we went out and we sat by the pool. Of course, we got off the ship when, you know, we went to uh, Jamaica and what's the other place called? Um, Grand Cayman. Yeah, when mm -hmm. we went there. So we got off the ship for that. But other than that, we, I mean, we stayed at the pool. No, we weren't in the room the whole time, you know. By the pool. The pool is always interesting and it's always popping. There's always something to see and always something different. Tell me about y'all's experience by the pool. The first day, it was car wash. Oh, yeah. Took off their tops. Yeah, exactly. My man, he's not really like, he, he didn't want to get naked. So I, I'm okay with getting naked in front of people. So I took my top off and, you know, I went to the, the line and I was doing, you know, the, the little shimmy shimmy on the men that was fun you know because you know that's what i enjoyed you know um touching other people um you know it was about me being able to do what i wanted to do to them and them not really being able to but some people were still filling up on me but it was supposed to be just the women <laughs> have, you know it was also like different little uh games they had you know that was fun as well by the pool it was a lot you know people were naked you know that's that's i love that because people were able to just be free you know it's like it was so non-judgmental you know it's like you saw people of every shape like I said every age and like no one cared like everyone was just like you know I'm here and you can look if you want I don't care you know so it was just it was fun so I'm glad you said that because people have this impression that swinger cruises all we're doing is standing around everybody's fucking no you know everybody's being grabby handsy and touchy and we're judging each other because we're naked. But like you said, there's no judgment and there's every body type imaginable. So did yeah. you expect that coming on the ship to see that? Yeah, I, I knew naked, you know, seeing naked bodies. Um, as far as the, like you said, the fucking, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was going to be people fucking, like you said, everywhere. Yeah. I honestly thought that, but it wasn't, it was, it was, done in a way that if you didn't want to see people having sex you didn't you just didn't have to go there you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i like that as well because the playrooms were fun we went to the playroom and we i mean we had sex us together in in uh the what was the playroom that was near the pool i forgot the name the solarium it's the solarium yeah, yeah we didn't interact with no one else but it was it was cool to walk and look at other people it was a lot 
of, you know, nice things to look at. You know, we gave people nice things to look at. <laughs> and, you know, that was fun. Yeah. So when you say you gave people nice things to look at, I am assuming, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you went to the solarium to one of the beds and you had sex with your husband and people, you left the curtains open so people could walk by and watch. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the staff, I, just, I want to say, first off, the staff was great because like we, we found the spot. And honestly, like, look like someone squirted all over and it was a big old wet spot. So, like, I did not want to get on there. I, I found a woman and she came, she ran, she, like, ran over there. She switched out the sheet for me. She gave me a towel and she didn't even really say anything. She just left. And it was like, okay, you know. And then when we were done, a guy came right behind us and he moved the sheet for us, you know, like, professional. It was, like, really cool. Was, they already knew what to do. Like, you know, they just was. Like, and they weren't like standing there looking at us, you know, to see, okay, mm -hmm. let me go switch it out. You know, it was like, as soon as we got up, it was like someone came out of nowhere, you know, yeah, <laughs> moved it. So, yeah. The Bliss good. Cruise has amazing staff and those are host couples that are in the lifestyle who some of them have been on uh, the ship previously as guests and fell in love with it. And now they work for, for bliss, but yes, those couples, oh, okay. they have different areas assigned to them and they work those areas for a certain amount of time a day. And yeah, as soon as you get up, they want to make sure that you're having the best cleanest sanitary experience. And so that's their job is to clean up for you and clean up after you and make sure that your experience is beautiful and you don't have to worry about anything when you get on the ship. It was a little distracting. Um, so I wasn't able to really finish. Mm -hmm. Like we did what we did and got up because it was a lot, lot going on. And it was really hot because it was outside. So we were both like drenched in sweat, mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, I mean, people were having a good time. It looked like nice things going on with other people. But like for me, it was distracting at one point And I just kind of was like, you know, like I would look up and I, I was making eye contact with someone <laughs> and then like, you know, and then I closed my eyes. Then I'd look up, there's another person I was making eye contact with. So that was kind of like throwing me off, you know, but. Did you go back to the room and come like you needed to? Oh, yeah. We went back to the room and it was <laughs> it was awesome. Like he, he said I, he felt like I was ready. Like, you know, so I mean, I guess turned on by what was going on down there, but I just couldn't finish it. And oh, we sure. just went back to the room and we had a good time. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit about the entertainment. How did you like that? Unfortunately, um, we didn't go to the comedy show, but I heard it was awesome. What was his name? Rob or Rob, Rob Lowe? Uh -huh. Before we went on the cruise, he like a message on Facebook asking people like women if they wanted to send some pictures in. I sent the picture of me in like a little cat suit. He was going to like edit himself in there, you know, some kind of funny way. And he did. And it was a cute little funny way. Um, I just, even though we were on the cruise, we did go to sleep kind of early a couple of nights and uh, we missed it. So there is so much to do on the cruise. There's so much to see. And sometimes it's overstimulating, yeah. especially the first few days when you were walking around and you were looking at, you know, all of the great things happening. There was workshops. There was, we had meet and greets. We had uh, play shops. Did you, ex did you participate in any of the play shops or workshops? I know it's a vacation and I expect to spend money and, you know, you got, you have to spend money to get knowledge sometimes, but I was not expecting to spend money on the workshops. Mm -hmm. So we didn't attend the workshops, but we didn't pay to attend any of them because we just, we didn't put that in our budget to pay for all those workshops. And that is true. I hosted four of them. And so mine were a pay, pay, play, pay to play workshop. Uh, newbie swinger one. I, I don't know. It was, it was a couple of them that I wanted to attend that, uh, we didn't just the newbie one oh one. Yeah. Yeah. I really, yeah. I, that was I free. Should've I should have just paid. Oh, it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was only, um, only, yeah, there a handful of them were paid and there was a, a lot of them that were free. You just had to kind of uh -huh. every day when, when you got your, um, your guide for the day, it would tell you which one was free and which ones, which ones were paid. So just for future knowledge, there are a lot of free okay. ones all throughout the day. But I also wanted to speak about, um, the gym was nice because we like to work out. So, we, you know, he mm -hmm. went to the gym every day. It was a nice gym. The spa, um, I, we went and looked at the spa and it looked like a nice setup. I, we didn't get anything. We we were going to get the couple's massage, which I regret not getting. Mm -hmm. We should have. And the casino was a lot of fun. It was a good casino. Um, so those were like, those were some nice things for us to, to do as well. So tell me about the food on the ship. How did you like that? Like so much 
different options for us to choose from. It, and the meals were great. It was like the the staff, once again, was awesome because uh, they kept everything clean. As um, soon as you got up, someone came and, you know, cleaned off your spot. You know, it was um, temperature, uh, the food-wise, you know, it wasn't like, you know, any cold mm-hmm. steaks or nothing, you know. It was, it was good, you know, and it was, um, you know, a lot of options, you know. And you got to sit outside if you wanted to. It was nice sitting. We sat outside, you know, mm-hmm. the first few times because you know it was beautiful scenery so and, and it was huge the cafeteria i mean the eating area was huge and beautiful um it was nice honestly the 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 portions were kind of small i don't know i don't know if we were able to ask for more you were but they gave us like small portions they do okay. they do give you small portions because they're trying to reduce the food waste because people would order and then they wouldn't eat it so they give you smaller portions but you can order as much as you want of it oh okay we didn't know that we mm-hmm. ate the smaller portion and we uh sat there for a little bit we talked you know kind of did some people watching and then we uh we left one of the things i love about that dining room is there are times that they sit you with other couples and they sit you with other parties so you can mingle and meet people did you sit by yourselves or did you sit with other people uh, we sat by ourselves that would have been nice that probably would have helped us uh like meet people um as well because because our goal was to at least, like, introduce ourselves to, like, three couples a night. And we did that. We did well. But, like, that would have been cool because that would have gave us the opportunity to kind of, like, mm-hmm. meet people that we we weren't really targeting to meet, you know. Because we kind of, the people we met were, like, people we were, like, kind of, you know, I mean, not, like, saying attracted to, but seemed like we had stuff in common with, you know. So sure. we kind of was, like, drawn to the people who, you know. Like, okay, let's go talk to them because they look like, you know, they might be approachable. But but if they had sat us with people we didn't know, that probably would have been fun. So our next one will probably have to just be more prepared. I mean, like, I guess like this one, we, we didn't know what to really do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, yeah. So, so next time, if we go on another one, we will um, look into the, the pamphlet more and well, you know, go to the spots where we would feel more comfortable because like, not saying we weren't comfortable, but like one of them, I think they were playing like 70s and 80s music or something. And we just kind of was not feeling that. So, but if we knew it was like a reggae spot or a hip hop spot, we probably would have went to um, that spot, but we didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the takeaway is make sure you read the, um, the, the itinerary that they provide every day because there's so yeah. much to do. It's so much. And so um, yeah. I'm glad you had, you had fun and you got to experience something new. I will tell you, if you ever go on another cruise, you'll, you'll, you'll wish that you were on the bliss cruise again. You'll be like, man, I want to be topless. Well, all these people have bathing suits on <laughs> or, you know, these people, they're, and you're like, oh, well, we're just judgy. Yeah. Met Judgerson. I don't know. On vanilla cruises, yeah. I, I will never do another vanilla cruise. So you may see topless, and you may see nude by the pool, but you won't see sex by the pool. You have to go into yeah. the sex areas. If if anybody doesn't, you know, they, they don't want that. They don't want to watch or be watched. Great. Go back to your room and have fun there. Or if you want to watch, go into the areas, the spaces that they are. So it's just a fun environment for you to be able to be you and go yeah. and do whatever your comfort level allows. Yeah. And um, we... We went to a few meet and greets, but it was kind of a couple of them we had more fun at because they were like um, hosted, I guess. Yes. The ones that weren't hosted were kind of harder for us to mingle. So, okay. So we'll have to just get better about telling people about that. That's why I do this because I want people to know the good, the bad, the ugly. And I want to know how we can improve as well because I do work for Bliss. Um, I am one of, like I said, the educators that get to come on, but I'm also a professional counselor that helps people because, you know, if we have anything that happens, we want you to have fun and we want you to get back to the fun as quickly as possible. And so overall, as we're wrapping up with this, tell my listeners, what's one thing that you really want them to know about the Bliss Cruise and if and when they book, what's what's some advice that you want to give them? One thing that I want them to know is um, to be get out the comfort zone and be ready to approach people, be approached. Don't just mingle with whoever you came with. Um, it, I think 
it would be a lot of fun if you meet people and, you know, just kind of like explore everything. Um, don't stay in your room. Don't stay uh, in one area. Don't just go to the same area every night. Um, it's a lot to explore on there. It is a very big ship. So it's, you know, a lot of areas where you can um, meet people a lot. It's okay to ask people things and, you know, just um, approach people, you know? Mm-hmm. Get out of your comfort zone and have some fun. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I love that. But and then also, I want to say Malcolm. I loved him. He, he was. He seemed like a great man. Malcolm guess, is the host. I, don't know, I just wanted to give him a shout out too. Malcolm was awesome. So. Did you see him sleeping in random places? Was he really sleeping? Because like cafeteria place, he looked like he was actually sleeping. He was knocked out. I was like, like no way like people were coming up laying next to him taking pictures and writing stuff on him and i'm like i know he can't still be sitting he didn't open his eyes one time so he I'm was like, knocked what? out yeah. <laughs> yeah so for those listening malcolm is the director oh, wow. of the master of ceremonies so to speak and he is a character and he does he keeps it lively on the ship so he you can find him some like one day we found they moved his entire bedroom set up and all um, into the cafeteria. And so when you went in for breakfast there, he was sleeping and you can take pictures with him. And yeah, he's, he's absolutely knocked out of sleep. When we go to port, he was, uh, dre- he was wearing his, uh, house coat and his towel on his head. And he was having breakfast with, uh, with you by the side when you left for port. And so he, you never know where you're going to find Malcolm or what he's going to be wearing, but he is a hoot and he is definitely an asset to, um, to the, to the bliss cruise. Yeah, and he's very approachable. He um he's not like I mean I've never been on a cruise or not, but he's not like you know like someone just walking around there making sure everybody's doing what they need to be doing. He's like you know he'll talk to you and just you know yeah he, he seemed like a very fun person. Yeah, he's great. Well, thank you for taking some time to talk to us and to share with yeah. your your experience with my listeners. And um, I look forward to seeing you again, if maybe hopefully on another Bliss Cruise or another cruise line. If you ever have any questions, all you have to do is just email me and I'm here for you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to my show. I am Dr. Stephanie with Evolve Your Intimacy. And remember, you are not in this alone and we are definitely here to help. You can learn more about all the amazing things that we do at EvolveYourIntimacy.com. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you'll receive free resources monthly to help you evolve your intimacy. Thank you again and have a great night.